Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 50 of Intuitive Bites. For the episode today, I'm chatting with Christina Johnson, who you may know from Instagram as Encouraging Dietitian, and we are talking about intuitive eating while traveling. So this is something that uh, I talked about on the podcast last year a little bit, um, but yeah, I think it's just a good time of year to shed some light on how intuitive eating is flexible and actually allows you to more fully experience traveling experiences um, and yeah, and how it's not black and white. It's not rigid. There's no doing it wrong or falling off track while you're away, um, which is part of the reason it's so amazing and just kind of allows you to be human. So awesome conversation ahead with Christina um, and definitely check her out on Instagram if you haven't already. All right, guys, let's go ahead and listen into our conversation. All right, Christina, let's go ahead and start by having you introduce yourself a little bit and just a little bit about how you got into doing this work. Hey, y'all. So I'm Christina Johnson. I'm a registered dietitian based in Dallas, Texas, and I do a lot of virtual work. So we get to hang out in our PJs at your your house, I'm at mine, which I think is really fun. Um, But I really started doing this because I just couldn't see myself being like a weight normative dietitian. So I was like, okay, well, how do I um, do what I love while not putting people on diets? And so I found intuitive eating and health at every size. And I just ran with it. And so I ended up like coming and doing my own private practice. I came up with a podcast and I'm just having fun. That's awesome. How long have you been a dietitian? Um, true story. At the time of recording this, I haven't even been a dietitian for a year yet. Awesome. So <laughs> brand new. That's so cool. Um, no, that's so, that's amazing. I've only been a dietitian for three years. <laughs> yeah. so I'm also a newbie. Um, but I actually want to ask you a little bit more about that because it sounded like you were coming at it from like, you knew that you didn't want to do like, you know, diet stuff, and weight loss stuff. And then like, was, how did that play out? Like, did you kind of feel that way? And then you kind of found the framework or how did yeah. you learn about intuitive eating health at every size? Yeah, I as I was in grad school, because I didn't match to an internship my first time around, which thank God. Um, And so I was in grad school. And I was like, okay, you keep like forcing me to do this weight normative stuff. I really don't enjoy it. But I love helping people like pick what to eat. And so I was on the internet, um, trying to figure out what to do with my life. And I like made my first like professional, my only professional Instagram for being a dietitian. And as I was like trying to figure out who to follow, I found the Hayes intuitive eating community. And I was like, bingo let's do this like was ready to go full force like I think innately I was already starting to think about intuitive eating but it wasn't like I didn't have a name for it yet yes yeah that's so interesting I definitely 
resonates with me. Like I feel like, so I, I, a lot of people who listen to my podcast know that my first job as a dietitian was in a bariatric surgery clinic and I was there for like two years. And, um, I wouldn't say that I exactly was like forming thoughts around like the, the concept of intuitive eating, but I feel like I was like perfectly primed that when I, I ended up stumbling upon food psych podcast with Christy Harrison and like, it just literally was like a clicking in place of like everything. Um, so <laughs> it was, it's a good feeling to like, I don't know. Yeah. Find that framework and like find this community when you know that you don't want to be, like you said, putting people on diets, like, you know, that's not working. Mm-hmm. I actually found that podcast too. And I listened to it every morning on my drive to my rotation sites. Wow. My internship, Cause I was like, well, if I'm going to go in here and do this, that's really uncomfortable and I don't enjoy it. The least I could do is like psych myself up for it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it is really empowering to like listen to food psych podcasts and other podcasts and even just connect with people on Instagram that are doing this stuff. Cause it like, it gives you that sense of support and community that you need when you're going out into the world and like you're going in, out into diet culture and especially in like dietetics and you're doing your internship and you're again, like it's like even more like being just like kind of bombarded with this stuff bombarded and expected to behave a certain way even though you know something completely different like we're still expected in our internships to perform in this weight normative um system and to perform to our peak in that system even though that's not necessarily what we want to do so yes and even though it's like a broken system (laughs) incredibly broken Uh Okay, so I want to dive into what I wanted to chat with you about today, because I think this is perfect. Like you said, um, we're kind of going into the holiday season, so this is a perfect time to talk about this, Um, and that is intuitive eating while traveling. Um, So I know you made a post about this several weeks back when we were both at the dietetics conference, Fancy Food and Nutrition Conference and Expo in Philadelphia. Um, So I just want to throw it out to you to kind of open up like what kind of you were thinking when you were thinking about making this post on intuitive eating when, while traveling and, and what you think um, maybe people get confused about with that or, or anything like that? Yeah. So when I set out to make the post, I, I, one, I don't necessarily plan my posts too far in advance. I'm not one of those um, <laughs> Instagram influencers. Just, I don't have the time or the bandwidth. Yeah. Um, but it was really like, how do you practically do this? Because obviously intuitive eating is this framework where you're doing, like you're eating what you have access to. Um, and that's really what I teach my clients. And so it was like, okay, well, I'm in a completely different environment. Now, what do I have access to and how do I do it intuitively? And so I just made this post of like, this is literally what I'm doing. And so my thing, my like guideline was I always have snacks in my purse. I carry what I like to call a duffel bag. Um, cause it's not exactly like a little like satchel. It's like not like a wallet size purse or anything, but I bought snacks while we were there and I put them in my purse and I made sure they were like shelf stable cause I didn't want like fruit going bad in my purse or anything. Um, But I just went with that and I was like, okay, I'm in this new place and I'm going to try things that are local because obviously if I'm in Philadelphia, there's things that I'm not going to be able to get that I hear that I could like, that I can't get in Texas. I'm like, okay, what's new? What's here? Let's read reviews online and see what people are like. You need to try this if you're in town. Yeah. It's like, it's funny to me because it's like, it's so, um, there's two parts of it. Like that part of like, just kind of exploring and like eating things that are local to the area. Like it's, it's fun. Like, and I think that when you're dieting or you're in the throes of like an eating disorder or disordered eating, traveling is terrifying and creates so much anxiety and stress. And like when you're in this place, you know, where you're able to eat intuitively, like you're able, you're, it opens you up to being able to, you know, experience 
a new place and the food that it offers. That is incredibly true. I remember a time in high school where I went to New York and uh, truth be told, I don't really remember much about that trip because I was so uh, disordered at the time. Yeah. And I can't tell you what I ate while I was in New York, not because we need to remember what we ate 10 years ago, but literally because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, even though I remember thinking about food all the time, I don't actually remember what I ate. Whereas like this trip, even though it was more recent, I can tell you like, oh, I had these really great food experiences that um, I will take with me for the rest of my life just because I was able to do it with such uh, curiosity and a spirit of adventure. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And it's such a a good point. Um, And I think it just speaks to like, kind of, yeah, like the color that like intuitive eating can add to your life when it's, it's not this like mundane, like, you know, okay, I'm gonna bring all my food with me and like eat the quote unquote, like, whatever, what I think I should be eating and, and whatever to, to meet some goal. But it's just like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to go out and experience this. And this is something that's actually going to be memorable for me. So it just, it, it reminds me so much of the fact that like intuitive eating is not just about eating. In fact, like most of what intuitive eating is at about its core is like, has nothing to do with food. <laughs> no, it's very little to do with food, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also love what you were talking about too, about like, that you just like, you know, make sure you had a bunch of snacks in your bag, you grabbed them from, I think in your post, you said there was like a Trader Joe's across the street, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people don't always think about intuitive eating as like, just like taking care of yourself in like, in such a way that like, you just are making sure that you have food available, whatever that food is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because I am a relatively experienced traveler. And I sound really privileged when I say that, but I have like, because I don't live near my family anymore, I have to travel in order to see people I care about um, that share the same DNA as me. And um, because of that, I've learned to like travel if I'm going to fly or drive or whatever, I've learned to just keep snacks in my bag because it's not always convenient or financially responsible to like stop everywhere. Mm. And um, sometimes you're not at a place where you can, like great example, we were at Fincy and I'm sitting in this hour long session, hour and a half, and I'm hungry in the middle of a session. I'm not going to get up and go get food, but there's a snack in my bag. So I'm going to eat what's in my bag and keep learning. Yes. Yes. Such a good point. Uh, it reminds me of actually the conversation that um, Evelyn and Elise, the authors of Intuitive Eating, were, intuitive eating were having um, at the conference. And they were talking about how like intuitive eating isn't simply like instinctual, right? Like, and that makes me think of like, it's not simply like I eat when I'm hungry or eat when I'm hungry. I stop when I'm full and like, that's it. That's my guideline, right? Like that is absolutely not what it is. It's like this kind of um, myriad, this compilation of mind, body, soul, like everything in in that like you're able to think about like, oh, like I'm going to be in the session for a really long time. I'm going to prepare ahead of time and make sure that I can like fully get the experience of, of that, you know, and really enjoy it. Yeah. And I think it's, it's about like getting back in touch with your body and knowing that if I'm in a learning environment or a new environment, I always call it like travel hunger. Cause if I'm traveling, I'm more hungry because typically I'm out of my environment. So I'm using more energy because it's not habitual things. Yeah. And then there's also this nervous energy with traveling because you're going somewhere new. I was getting, I'm really introverted. And I walked into a conference center with like 10,000 dietitians. So you can imagine how like, ugh. and so yeah. it's knowing like, okay, I'm going to be more hungry than usual at times that aren't necessarily like my schedule. So I should have just stuff, just as like a backup of like, Hey, I got hungry in this session or um, you know what? It's 10 o'clock at night and I'm still hungry. Like I'm going to have a snack in the hotel room instead of just like trying to 
pretend like I'm not hungry because I can't pretend like I'm not hungry. Yes. I love that idea of travel hunger. And I think it's, yeah, it makes, it definitely resonates with me. It makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, another thing that you mentioned in your post and, you know, again, I think comes up with intuitive eating in general, but certainly when you're traveling is sometimes you have to eat before you're hungry too. Right. So, um, I, I don't know, maybe you can speak to that a little bit more too. Yeah, I think I did. I do that. Um, oftentimes if I'm going to get on a plane, I'll eat before I'm hungry. Cause I yeah. know I'm going to be hungry during the flight and they don't always give out the best snacks. Um, <laughs> I will sometimes do that if I know my travel day is going to be really long and I'm not quite sure when I'm going to have that next like time to sit down and like focus on a meal or great example, again, a fancy or like really anywhere. Sometimes I'll eat because I'm like, Oh, I'm going out for a while and I want to make sure that I'm like sustained and able to focus on whatever I'm doing, living in the moment and not thinking, Oh, you know what? I should have had lunch before I left. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that this, this kind of conversation just like speaks so much to the fact that like intuitive eating is not black and white. And, um, you know, it's no surprise that it kind of is viewed through that lens, you know, by people who are first coming to it, because that's how diet culture is. Um, and uh, yeah, but I think that, you know, there's so much nuance here. And, you know, being able to be flexible and like curious is what kind of yeah what, what kind of makes this process sustainable and like something that actually works yeah and I think it's I if you would have told me like a long time ago that I'd be this adventurous with food I would have laughed at you and we'd have like stopped talking because I'm like this person's <laughs> like out of their school and while I was there I let someone else pick the restaurant had no idea where I was going and then I had no idea what was on the menu until I sat down and they handed it to me yes and I was like, okay. And I, and I was fine with it. If, again, if you'd have told me 10 years ago, I'd have done that. I'd have been like, absolutely not. No way. Yeah. And I had absolutely no anxiety about it. It was just like, okay, let's see what's on this menu. And we like spent time trying to figure out what we wanted because it all sounded good. Yeah. And it was like, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to me. And I think it's really, I, I mean, this is my own personal guideline of like, when I go somewhere new, I try not to go to chain places because I can get that at home in Texas anytime I want. Like mm-hmm. I need to go to Starbucks. I can get Texas, Starbucks in Texas. I want to find your local coffee shop. What do the people here do? I want to live life like a local while I'm here. Yeah. I love that you've like gone so hard with that. Like, especially the way that you, you've talked about how you had been, you know, previously when you were in that more disordered place, like you weren't, branching it you know didn't seem like you were branching out because you were sticking to like what felt safe to you but Mm -hmm. now you're really like going hardcore on like okay if I'm in a new place I'm gonna you know really experience something that I can only get there Mm -hmm. so it's fun I ended up in this like random diner and you could tell it was one of those diners where they know everyone by name yeah and I was like what a fun experience I'm not even from this place but I feel like I'm like part of the family now oh that is amazing. That's just, yeah, so memorable and like so cool. That's great. Um, so what advice would you have to somebody who is, you know, new to intuitive eating um, and, you know, they're going to be traveling, especially over the holidays, which that adds an extra layer because you're, you know, around family. Uh, but what advice might you have give to somebody who's going to be traveling um, who's in this process? One, wear elastic. Um, elastic pants, a stretchy dress, like no need to be uncomfortable in the process of trying to figure this out. Yes. Like can't, cannot stress that one enough. And um, 
honestly, to be really graceful with yourself, really gentle of like, you're not going to get it all right. And knowing that not every eating experience is going to be this like monumental firework experience. Like there were some meals that I had while I was out of town that were not that great, but I wasn't sad or punishing myself because I didn't make a good choice. It was like, oh, okay, well, there's another meal. It's going to come eventually. Like I'm going to eat again. So it's okay. Yes. Those are great recommendations. And I think that um, it's kind of crazy how big a difference, like being comfortable in, in your clothing, like how, how much of a difference that can make to just how you're feeling about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's such good advice. Um, where can people find you online, Christina? I am on several places on the internet, actually. So I'm on Instagram as um, at Encouraging Dietitian. And then I'm on Twitter at Encouraging RD. And if you want to listen to my podcast, it's actually available at like now it's available in the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and um, SoundCloud. And it's all intuitive eating for the culture. Intuitive eating for the culture. Amazing. Uh, Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm really excited to share this with everyone. um, And I I will definitely share your link so people can easily find you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. All right, guys, that is a wrap on this episode of Intuitive Bites. For more from Christina, you can listen to her podcast, which is Intuitive Eating for the Culture, or find her on Instagram as Encouraging Dietitian and on Twitter as Encouraging RD. So I highly recommend you check her out. Also, if you are interested in any of my stickers, I have my Diet Culture is a Liar stickers available. You can go to my website, which is theintuitive-rd.com, or just click the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at theintuitive underscore RD. I hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you soon.